0: Hello and welcome to Ask the Oracle, the official Ironsworn RPG podcast. And welcome back for the next session in our From the Ashes campaign, our co-op campaign that we're using both to have fun and to uh, help sort of serve as somewhat of a tutorial for folks new to Iron Sworn. And joining me, as always, is Matt Click. Hello, Matt. Hello. How's it going? It's going awesome. We've uh, we had a little bit of a sojourn, as it were, from uh, our podcast schedule. So we're back in action. I'm excited to be back, see what's happening next. Yeah, same. And we'll just bring folks a little bit back up to speed since it's been a little while, but I won't spend a whole lot of time uh, on it. For new listeners, we're a few episodes in on our co-op campaign here. So if you go up back to episode one, that's world building. Episode two was character creation and then we sort of jump into in the last few minutes of that episode, the start of our campaign and then the episode since then have been just sort of focused on some bite size uh, pieces of moving through our, uh, our co-op campaign here and trying to make some progress in our iron sworn vows. In um, the last session, we actually succeeded in uh, one of our vows. We got to the settlement of Rockfall and returned the banner of our uh, of our war band to Satara. The banner of our fallen war band. We encountered in our first episode. We encountered a black pillar which had devastating effect on our band and uh, basically turned everyone except for us us to ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we think there's some connection between us and the the sword that my companion here Kamar, is carrying. Where it protected us. But now this band of uh, religious fanatics wielding this uh, black pillar is a threat to both our war band and I think the world at large. Mm-hmm. Um, and our next steps, you, you uh, Kamar, received a vision in our last episode of, of a white pillar somewhere – not, don't really know what it is is yet, but I think you have a sort of a sense of direction. This your sword is leading you the way, and you have a sense that this white pillar offers some some sort of key to uh, opposing this black pillar. Uh, has some sort of connection to it that will favor yeah. us, hopefully. So, uh, and that's where things stand. So. Uh, you swore that Iron value, You scored a strong hit because you're awesome with the dice rolls, and I am less so with the dice rolls. As we've yeah, seen the last historically. session
1: in particular was really, really good for me in terms of dice rolls. So
0: yeah, just strong hits all around. And I think I rolled, I rolled all misses, I think, except for one. Yeah,
1: it was not not a good time for you.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> that's really typical, actually, for me. Yeah. So yeah, so here we are uh, in this village, and we want to do a couple things just to sort of. A little bit of bits of upkeep. One, I was thinking um, between sessions is that you have this vow, which is return the blade to its proper home. So yeah, you have this sentient blade, which uh, there's a little bit of yin and yang with you in this blade. You you need it. You don't want it. It's a typical yeah. sort of fraught relationship. Uh, and you have a epic vow of returning this blade to its proper home. So basically yes. being done with it. Yeah. And I think in this the the idea that you this pillar is somehow connected to your blade seems like a good milestone in that um, quest. Um, so I would suggest marking a tick there.
1: I imagine it's kind of the first clue that I've gotten in a long time about the the nature of this sword that I'm carrying. So definitely yeah. a milestone moment. So yeah. that's an epic uh, vow. So I think I just get one little boop one little slash on my first box there.
0: One little mark. So each box can contain four ticks. And because it's epic, you're only marking one tick at a time. So you're essentially a long ways away from actually having an opportunity to fulfill this vow. Yeah. And though your character might think, gee, this is... All I have to do is find this white pillar and I'm rid of the sword. But the reality is for us, narratively, you're going to need much more narrative potential in order Definitely. to actually fulfill that. So it might be a clue on, in the, on the way to finding out what you need to do. But yeah, I imagine that the uh, the white pillar
1: will likely serve as another milestone for me. But beyond that, uh, I still have quite a ways to
0: go. Yeah. Uh, another thing is we've, we both were uh, rewarded with two experience, yeah. two hard-won uh, bits of experience for our uh, return the, the uh, banner to Satara quest. So the way you improve your abilities in Iron's Horn is to make the advance move. Uh, advance is basically letting you spend that experience on either buying a new asset or upgrading an existing asset it costs three experience to buy a new asset Two experience to upgrade an asset. So when you're an experience, you're one of the decisions you're making is whether or not you're going to, uh, if it's less than three, if you're going to save that in order to buy a new asset right. or go ahead and spend it on adding a new ability. And I know where I'm leading. I think I'm going to add a new ability to one of my assets.
1: Yeah, I'm uh I'm leaning towards uh buying an upgrade for my Bladebound uh, path asset. I'm going to do the uh when I enter the fray or draw the circle while wielding my kin blade, I can take plus one momentum on a hit. I feel like that's really useful and cool, so.
0: Very cool. And I think that one of the things you consider when you're when you're making that move, how has the narrative thus far contributed to the choice you're making in terms of how you advance your character? So for your character, Matt, uh, I think the sword has been a pretty big focus of our story thus far and is continuing to be moving forward, so.
1: Definitely, yeah.
0: I think spending that experience there fulfills um, that sort of idea of, of trying to connect your experiences in the game to the actual mechanical rewards you're getting.
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, it's been a, a focus for my character to uh, better understand the nature of this sword, and so it makes sense to me that I would be making progress in that blade-bound path.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, and for me, so I didn't have my trusted shield the entire, however many sessions we've gone through now. I have shield bearer oh, yeah. asset, which is a combat talent, but doesn't seem right to upgrade that one since I haven't used a shield in days. We might need to go shopping while we're here and buy you a show. <laughs> We are so going shopping.
1: Yeah, awesome.
0: It's gonna be one of those like critical role episodes. It's four hours <laughs> of they just, shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yep,
1: we get to role play the merchants. And- Except
0: it's not gonna be Matt Mercer doing entertaining no. uh, uh <laughs> like, <laughs> merchants. It's just gonna no. be us. Yeah.
1: Blobity boop, the the blacksmith is
0: here. <laughs> uh so I think what, what works for me is the ba- upgrading my banner sworn path. Um because that's if anything's been a focus for my character, it's been carrying this banner back to Satara and uncovering what has happened to my kin and getting some kind of vengeance for that or protecting the rest of my war band. So I think that's a natural fit totally. for what happens next. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the second ability, which is when you sojourn or make camp in the company of your banner kin, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. Uh, and that's a nice one to take because number one. If we're heading off on another journey, it's gonna you're my banner kin. So yep. it's gonna allow me to gain a bonus if I'm managing the make camp move. And number two, I think we're about to sojourn here in Rockfall. So uh I get an yeah. immediate benefit right there. Gonna get to use it right away. Right away. Uh so setting the scene, we're in the the main sort of central uh keep of this village with Sitara. Uh, We swore that vow to her. I had a little bit of a moment of uncertainty and unease where I felt the blade almost sort of mocking me and Mm -hmm. telling me I was going to fail. So I was no help in that particular vow, but you scored a strong hit. I picture us walking back out with Sitara and up to the front of the longhouse. We look out over the village that lays below and the warband sort of intermixed with all the people of the village and there's a lot of activity going on. You hear the hammer of the Iron Rites working away. We see a bunch of mammoths outside of the walls who are being tended to, uh, fed and watered. We see soldiers training, some resting. Um, so there's just a hub of activity because these people need to be ready to go into action and respond to Satara's orders yeah. uh, on a moment's notice once she knows her next steps. And she turns to us and, and says, please, uh, I know you've had a long and fraught journey here, but now is a time for, for rest and prepare yourself for the next the next steps.
1: As, uh, as eager as we are to continue this quest, I think you're right. I think that uh, it would best serve us to rest here our supplies too are depleted i'm hoping that we can
0: restock our resources while we're here and she says of course whatever you need and I, I and I and I nod to her and bow low and say buy your leave and turn to uh head down the stairs of the main keep with you
1: yeah i follow behind you uh the sword bouncing against my back constant reminder that it's back there sort of looming, watching my every move. And uh, as I catch up to you, as you're going down the stairs, I say, I don't know how or why, but I think I know where we need to go next. I think I know at least the general direction that we need to head to find this white pillar, if you in fact still
0: trust my intuition. I do. I don't understand it, but...
1: Neither do I. I don't trust it.
0: Well, all I know is that somehow you and your sword of gotten me this far. And I know that our journey and our time together is not yet in an end. I only hope we can somehow discover the meaning of your vision and find an answer. It is my hope as well. Now,
1: first things first, I think we need to get you a shield.
0: And I nod at that and turn to look out at the uh, assembled uh, array of forces and people and head down to try to get some decent equipment some mm-hmm. some provisions here for our journey. Uh, so that's the trigger for the sojourn move. The sojourn move is the move you make when you're spending time in a community, uh, resting, resupplying, healing. Uh, communities are what you return to after your time in the wilds have taken its toll. And generally, it's a little bit more uh, effective to do something like a sojourn move, especially if you're in a community where you have a bond with the community, than make camp um, and it's also the place where you can heal debilities. Uh, so debilities are something you may have to mark when you uh, suffer harm, when you suffer stress, when you're out of supply, uh, et cetera. So Ironsworn is trying to pull you back into civilization um yeah. to sort of uh, recoup and rest. And is doing that for a couple of reasons. One is just sort of mechanically to make the Your journey's in the wild, somewhat fraught and dangerous. And number two is where communities are where stories happen, right? When you're off by yourself, um, there's a little bit less opportunity for interaction with other people, for encountering problems. People equal stories. So bringing it back to communities, uh, the soldier mover is really important beyond just the mechanical benefits that it provides. Definitely. So let's make that move. I get all kinds of benefits here, dude. I get yeah. so many benefits. you am going to be rocking this roll.
1: You get plus one because you share a bond with this, with this community, and then you get some stuff from your Banner Sworn,
0: right? Uh, I get another plus one, basically. So then a plus one momentum on a hit. So uh, I'm going to be doing plus two plus my heart, which is uh, two. So that's going to be a plus four- Plus, we're all together, so Not nothing wrong with that. Not
1: too shabby.
0: Not too shabby, unless you roll no. a pair of nines on your challenge dice and a wow, two wow, on your action die, wow, in which wow, case wow, wow, it's somewhat less effective. Yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, I propose a new plan, which is I never roll any dice ever again. <laughs> you just roll all the dice. Sounds good. So that's a that's a solid miss. So uh, so a couple of things to consider. One. So the missed result on Sojourn reads, uh, so on a miss, you find no help here, pay the price. So so we have to consider what that means. So I have an idea. You go for it. I'm looking at you and feeling like you have an idea.
1: I do have an idea.
0: Let's see if our ideas overlap. Okay. Do you want me to take the, do you want me to take the lead?
1: Sure. Yeah, because you rolled. So you take the lead and we'll see. Uh, That's yeah.
0: true. I'll define the cost here. So here's the cost. So... Just as we are walking down the stairs and I'm like, oh, there's a stack of festive nicely painted shields over there. That's mm-hmm. those those will do nicely. Your wyvern suddenly comes wow. flying by, screeching, and it settles upon like the peak of a uh building. Yeah. And it's just and is screeching at you. And then a moment later we hear a, a ruckus at the gate a gate to the village and we see the gates open up and a dire bear ridden by a scout comes barreling in to the courtyard at the entrance to the village and I make a bit of a grimace and and look to you and go running in that direction to to see what's going on.
1: I am standing there and I uh I sort of I reach for the sword on my back as soon as this wyvern touches down. And then as I see it and I recognize the the markings on its hide, and I see that this is the same Wyvern that has been following us, uh, the same one that survived the blast from the black pillar. I ease my hand off my sword and, uh, look in its eyes and say, easy friend, it's okay. And, uh, I'm going to kind of stick near the Wyvern, uh, and watch as you sort of, uh, take off towards where the scout has entered the settlement and wait to hear what's up.
0: Cool. And I, so I go, I go uh, running over there and I get to this commotion in the, uh, at the front of the village and over here that what is, what has happened is this scout who is off patrolling the periphery of the land surrounding the village has seen the enemy army in the black pillar. Mm. And I think that's, that fits the narrative because Number one, we didn't really know where these guys were. Number two, we took a shortcut through these woods. Um, so I think the idea of us like being behind them initially uh, after our initial encounter with them, but then sort of catching up and getting to the village just ahead of them works pretty well and is a good outcome for that miss with a match, perhaps.
1: I think that makes a lot of sense. That's that's better than what I had in mind.
0: <laughs> What'd you have in mind, just out of uh, curiosity?
1: So I was going to say that um, the people of this town and our fellow... Uh, uh, Banner Sworn are resentful of us for having been the only survivors and uh, that's because cool. they're already a little bit mistrustful of me uh, being uh, of Skulled descent uh, they assume that I had something to do with it and the fact that you are now journeying with me and seemingly a friend of mine uh, that they would maybe not uh, serve us or cater to us because of that but I like I like your idea better because it furthers the narrative and isn't just a roadblock that we have to go, all right, well, that sucks. And like, I guess we have to leave. This is
0: more. Yeah, that's uh, a that's a little bit to consider. I do really like that because I think it sets up some good like character stuff, right? Uh, especially yeah. for me, who's like, oh, let him, you know, when my entire sort of existence is based on my role within this right. war band. Like, what do I do when they uh, when they turn away from me? Right? Uh, yeah. So. so,
1: I think that there maybe is a, a hint of that as we're walking through the town and stuff, and people kind of giving us odd glances and wondering why we survived and no one else did. You know, uh, I imagine that there would be some resentment when people's you know uh wives and husbands and and haven't returned but we have uh seemingly for no reason so yeah yeah
0: totally so yeah i have a quick exchange with the scout and sort of determine that information that they're they're moving up the hill toward us from the east uh that they're very close so what are we gonna do what are we gonna do i we aren't uh, resupplying here
1: no but i <laughs> i look at this uh I hear this exchange between you and the scout and I look up at this manticore and the manticore is just kind of looking down at me with these like manticore. Oh, wyvern, not manticore. Sorry. (laughs) There's a manticore too, uh, that we have to fight now. Sorry. Forgot to tell you, uh, this wyvern is, is looking down at me with this, just like cunning in its eyes. Uh, and with its like clawed wing tips, it maybe scrambles down, the building and comes closer to me, and I cautiously reach out a hand, and it the side of its face, and I say, Einar, your name is Einar. It's a word in skald. It means one who fights alone, like me. And then I look to you where you're talking to the scout, but not alone anymore. And I look to Einar, and then I look to you, and I say, we have to go and i would run up to you and kind of grab your arm and say
0: we need to leave no we cannot leave we must help organize uh, the defenses against this army we must tell satara
1: we must and then we must trust in her to do what is necessary
0: uh and that would be my first instinct is like get word to her you know i c- i can't uh i can't leave immediately without seeing the, the evacuation or whatever satara uh, his planning
1: so i would just uh i would say to you uh we, we we have to tell sitara but it's imperative that we that we get to the white pillar our duty may lie elsewhere
0: All right. and i nod and head back the direction we came and i imagine sitara had gone back in to call back in her command staff or whatever and is back there sort of probably just discussing what we had just discussed with her. And so I come in and and once again sort of interrupt that and urgently tell her uh what is what is happening. And she goes into Sitara mode, which mm-hmm. is to start making decisions and making orders. And I'm not sure. So I think I might, I'm not sure which way she's gonna go. Like, does she understand the like the um, futility, right, of trying to resist this thing right. or not. So yeah. maybe we ask the Oracle what she would do, right? She's a yeah. she's a third-party character. I can't necessarily make decisions for her, um, especially when it's sort of impacting the narrative and some mm-hmm. of our choices like this. So I think it's a good time to ask the Oracle and just... um, This is a good sort of pick two uh, option within that ask the Oracle move, right, of will she order a defense or order a evacuation? Right. Uh, which one is more likely, do you think? So we're gonna call one likely.
1: I think that it's more likely that she would, uh understanding the the grave nature of this, that she would uh she would likely call for an evacuation, a retreat to try to get as many fighting people out as she could to fight okay. another day.
0: So let's call that one likely. So uh with a roll of twenty-six or greater, it's gonna be that result. Twenty or uh twenty-five or under, it's gonna be um uh, the other, she's going to just order defenses. Yeah, going be overconfident. Uh, oof. That's a nine, dude. Oof. I might need to compel her. I might need to try to convince her otherwise, because I think yeah. that's just a bad idea. Yep. Um, so I'm going to do that. So compel move when you attempt to persuade someone to do something, envision your approach and roll. So what I'm doing is, so she, she's turning and starting to order like, you know defend here against the walls, send out this, you know, band to, uh, you know, attack from the flank and, you know, all these different things. She's, you know, she's got a great plan if these people didn't have a doomsday weapon. Exactly. uh,
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to try and convince her otherwise. So I just, so as she's sitting there just making all these orders, I just, I, I almost yelled, no. And she turns to me like, almost like, not really fronted because that's not really in her nature, but just like, you know, she's never really heard me like speak right. out of turn like that, right?
1: Normally um, you're like, yep, sounds good. Like whatever your plan yeah. is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. Yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> so I, t- I tell her, I I said, you cannot stand against this thing. We must spend what little time we have to organize a retreat from this place. Their forces move slowly. We can get ahead of them. We can get the people out of this village we can get our war band out of this place to fight another day. We must leave. You cannot oppose this thing. Let's see what she says. I'm gonna make that move. Uh, what does that sound like that sounds like a that sounds like a heart, right? I'm trying to convince. oh, definitely, yep, yeah. Uh, oh, and I share a bond, so that's cool. Plus one, nice, nice. Oh uh, boy. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's a weak hit. We get as above, but they ask something of you in return, envision what they want. Oh, gosh, I know what she want. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> All right. So she says to me, that sword, Qatar's sword, that protected you before. And I sort of narrow my eyes a little bit. And after a fashion, I don't know quite what happened, but it's the only answer we have is that that sword is somehow connected to this thing and protected us. And we don't know how or why. And she said, you must- try to buy us time. There's not enough time to get everyone to safety. Can you do that? I look to you. I have my orders. I turn back to her and I, I nod and say, of course we will do whatever we can, whatever it takes. And this sort of sucks because I have no idea what, uh, Last time it it blasted us and just just left us unconscious for uh, a day. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so not super effective. Like we're not waiting no. out there. Like it's not it's not uh, it's not Wonder Woman letting her hair flow in the World <laughs> War One trenches, right? Yeah, um, exactly. So so I say to her, organize the evacuation. We will we will do what we can, and I go to you and I say. Do you know anything? Did this sword tell you anything? Is there anything in your vision that can buy us some time? Can you commune with the sword again and try to understand something we can do here? The cost will be too great if we can't delay this force.
1: I reach back and grab this scabbard off my back, draw out the steel. You can see the scald runes along the, the fuller of the blade that say Lost Truth. I draw it out all the way and say, Please show me something, anything. Please help. And uh, what do you what do you think that I'm doing here? Do you think it's uh, gather information or it
0: seems it seems gather information to me? Yeah, uh, gather information mm-hmm. when you search, ask questions, conduct an investigation, or follow a track definitely falls under ask questions. Yeah, like you're asking somewhat of an open ended question of your sword to help, arguably compel. Like you're trying to compel the sword right. to grant you information, but. We can mechanically, it's in our favor to ask or to gather information just because you actually have an ability that if you do,
1: if I miss, it'll help me out.
0: So, you know, a lot of times with iron sworn, you're like, you always want to leave with a fiction, but when there's like, you know, you can sort of go either way with it. Like either approach sort of fits the situation. Then For sure. Sure. Lean into what's most mechanically beneficial, you know, things yeah, are tough and enough. If,
1: especially if you have like an asset or something that gives you a cool thing that you can do. You always want to uh, lean on being able to do that cool thing. Yeah.
0: Totally. Totally. So, okay, yeah, let's, cool. Let's do that.
1: So, uh, I'm going to roll my wits here, trying to gather information, trying to access the the intellect within the sword. Um, This is going to give me a weak hit. Um, The information complicates your quest or introduces a new danger. (laughs) Envision what you discover and take plus one momentum. Okay, cool. So I'm going to go ahead and give myself that plus one momentum, which is good. Can use that. And then envision what this complication is. So I've got the sword in my hands and I'm, I'm just saying, Please. please. And I think that I see this like vision of the sword glowing standing against the the blast from this pillar a figure holding the sword aloft and being protected from the blast and then the sword shaking the glow of its runes flickering and fading and then the sword just blasting apart into ash and the figure oh, being no. obliterated in the wave of energy and I see this and I sort of drop the sword on the ground and I look at you and say, it's, uh, it's finite. The magic of the blade is finite. It won't. I don't know if it will protect us again.
0: I don't think it can. Then we must face them and hope for the best. Even if we buy mere minutes, it will save lives. And
1: if we fall, the truth of the white pillar, the possibility of a future for our people dies with us.
0: Boy, as my character and as a player, I I don't know what to do. I bow my head a little bit. I'm just thinking. I have my orders. I feel like I've failed my warband once already. I can't let that happen again. If we can somehow delay the force without depending upon the protection of your sword, without depending solely on it anyway, then we must try. I agree. We must try.
1: But I think our... Fate lies elsewhere. I would hate to think what would happen if the Iron Priests got their hands on this blade as well. It's connected to the pillars somehow. We have to keep it safe. It's the only key we have.
0: The only clue. Then do so, Kamar. Get the blade to safety. I must do what I can here. And then, God's willing, I will rejoin you.
1: I look at you in silence for a second. I don't have friends. I float from place to place earn my keep, do the only thing I've ever known how to do, which is to fight. And now probably the first person in years that I could consider a friend, a companion, I might be saying goodbye to them. So words family, and I just offer you a nod and say, find me. And if you don't, I swear to you, I will find the white
0: pillar. And I head out. I head out of the, uh, the hall and make my way down the stairs and I'm gonna I'm gonna write out so Satara was uh, sort of depending upon you know she was making the hard choice right uh, that leaders sometimes have to she was like the only thing she knows is that we somehow survive this last encounter but you know from your vision that you may not survive again mm-hmm. but me being who I am I I'm ignoring the the actual way that is probably gonna prove out to be the most beneficial for uh, our warband, which is finding the answer to opposing this thing and just dealing with the orders I have in the moment and this compelling need I I feel to not let uh, my kin fall again to this thing. So um, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna ride out. And um, I grab a shield. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) As I head for the stables and i had a i had a working spear right i didn't you lose did my spear yes yet.
1: yeah you yeah. grabbed a spear from the uh there was a supply cart that we found at the okay. the battle site
0: so i keep that spear i grab a shield as they go running past um by now sitar's orders have passed through the ranks of the assembled war band through the citizenry here so you know there's a mix of people who train for war who are doing what they do best which is acting under orders and acting with purpose and probably a little bit of panic and confusion among the uh, people of the settlement, but yeah. I can't I can't pay any attention to that. I just hope that others are going to do what they can to get everyone clear of this uh, danger. I grab the shield, I head to the stables, I grab a horse and on my way out uh, of the gate and head to the east. And what are you doing?
1: I rush out of the the structure serving as sort of the base of operations and i quickly find einar the wyvern kind of prowling in an alley between buildings waiting for me i come out and i see him and i go and kind of call him over and he comes over a little cautiously and puts his head into my hand and i say to him we're leaving come on and uh I maybe steal one quick glance through the the milling crowd, the people rushing back and forth, gathering supplies, arming themselves, getting ready to leave, barking orders at each other, and I maybe see just the briefest flash of you as you're kind of cutting through the crowd, grabbing a shield, going into the stable, and I just say, good luck, my friend. And uh, I make for the other end of town to slip away in the confusion to uh, undergo the vow that I have taken.
0: So what I want to do is I'm just going to get over there and and assess the situation and figure out my next move of if there's any potential to delay this one man against an army and against a invincible weapon. Sure. I'm sure it'll be fun.
1: Do you think that Sitara sent any others out to try and delay the army alongside you? Or do you think you truly are alone?
0: I don't think she would have like, because we explained to her that you can't stand against this with strength of arms. Right. So yeah. Sending one guy or sending 20 guys makes no matter. Um And she thought it was me and you going and that the, your sword would potentially protect us. Um, yeah. Probably not.
1: Yeah. I have an
0: idea by the way. Do you? Yeah. Well, I'm on I'm on my own, man. I can't be taking ideas from now. I know. I know. Uh, So I'm going to secure an advantage. I'm going to. So I envision myself riding up, and so there's a there's a hill that sort of leads down right into uh, the lowlands here. This is all sort of rocky terrain, and what I would picture myself doing is riding along sort of the periphery and keeping to the highlands a little bit, just so I can get around the corner and get a look at this approaching force. Um, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna observe them and see if I can figure out any potential to get a little bit of leverage on this situation. So mm-hmm. totally. I'm gonna call it security advantage plus wits. Cool. Uh, wits is two. Well, that's a strong hit. So that's oh, awesome. Nice to see. That's a six on my action die and a seven and five on my challenge dice. So, strong hit with secure advantage. a uh, strong hit, you gain advantage. Choose one, take control, and make another move now. Not a progress move and add plus one or prepare to act. take take plus two momentum. Uh, so, what is what is my advantage? What do I see that I can turn into some sort of advantage? Do you want to hear to my f- idea? I do. Now's the time.
1: Do you remember the elves that we ran into in the forest outside of uh, Rockfall?
0: I do remember them.
1: I think they would probably not take very kindly to this army marching so close to their woodland home, especially not with a profane artifact capable of destructive magic. And so, I'm wondering if maybe you come upon these elves also preparing to ride against uh, the Iron Priests. I
0: think that's awesome. You know, it'd be cool is if I if I come up to this sort of this this sort of headland, sort of rocky uh, uh-huh. uh, outcropping. And look, and I see this army uh they're sort of wreathed in dust from the marching, and there's how many of them dozens, hundreds? How do we want to position that?
1: I think that if they're if they're traversing this sort of rocky terrain, I imagine that they're probably in like columns, and so yeah. there's probably hundreds of them total, but in this sort of front group. Pretty pretty
0: this- deep column, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Which means they're pillars probably at the head of the columns, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would imagine so. So I see this and then something catches my eye. I see a little bit of movement in a wooded area on the other side of this force. And I I recognize what I see is a band of elves just at the periphery of this wood. Um, watching this force, they're sort of opposite me. We're both both looking at this approaching army, and that's my opportunity. I think is is to is to get to them mm-hmm. and coordinate something. I like can almost picture like an attack on the rear of the column or something. To that's what I'm thinking as a character right now. Is right is yeah. the pillars at the head of this army. If we can engage them from further back, cause a distraction cause them to wheel about and attempt to deal with us, then that will buy the time we need Yeah. That's awesome. So that's what I'm going to do. So is there any danger in getting across? Uh, Do I have enough sort of distance to do that? I don't know. Let's ask the Oracle. Like, is it going to be, is it a relatively clear shot or am I going to have to make some sort of moves to get over there Yeah. um, without drawing undue attention ahead of time? Right. Is there enough sort of like, does the terrain sort of facilitate me like ducking behind, riding behind, um, the top of the hill, right, to get back down to these woods. Totally. Um, that seems based on sort of the established nature of the train. I think that's likely, so that's what I'm yeah. going to say. <clears throat> Plus, it favors me, so why not? Why not?
1: <laughs> you need every advantage you can get at this point.
0: And that's 48, so that's a yes. So that's what I'm going to do is I ride quickly over there, keeping behind the the cover of the train, come around the other side of this forest, and enter the woods. And I ride as fast as I can to the woods, but then slow as I'm approaching these elves because obviously I don't want them to react to me suddenly entering their midst without much warning. So when I I come to about the position where I saw them, I slow up and as I break through a little bit of trees behind them, um, I lower my spear, I raise my hands and I call to them. And so, this is the same group you think that we encountered before? I think so too, or at least
1: of the same tribe. Uh, I think they are likely familiar with
0: you. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to try to compel these guys and I do not roll well on my own. Oh man, this is going (laughs) to be horrible. (laughs) Uh, Uh, I'm not happy about this. Okay, so what I do is uh, they turn to me and instant look of recognition behind the mask of, of the eyes of the lead elf. Mm-hmm. and I don't even wait for him to say anything. I just say, I need your help. The people of Rockfall are fleeing ahead of this, this army, and I point in that weapon. I need to buy them time. Please, this thing is a threat to everyone, not just us. I have a plan, but I need your help. I can't do this alone. I promise I will protect you and yours as much as possible, and it will not cost any more than it needs to, but we, we must delay them. If we do not, it'll be devastating. And there's a moment where he just is looking at me and I, an anxious moment where I wait to see what he has to say. And I'm sorry. You're not participating here. I we split the party, no. dude.
1: I know we split the party, but this is like a perfect, like this is giving me like Lord of the Rings. Like uh I'm I'm taking the ring to Mordor while you hold off Sauron's forces, sort of situation. Yeah,
0: we're both being true to our characters, right? Like, exactly. I, you know, yep, I'm, yep. I'm you know, I'm not being smart by any means, but I'm doing what I gotta do. Exactly. All right, so compel. I don't have a bond with these elves, obviously. Um I think this is definitely a heart move. I'm not threatening them, I'm not lying to them. I believe nope. this. Play size, what's my momentum? Four. Ugh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Hey, did you triple ones, up? dude! Oh my god! Triple one, one on my action die, double one on the challenge dies. Wow, so that's a three on my action score, an opportunity or wow. twist on my oh, cannot Talk be
1: about going better. Rolling well when you need it.
0: I saw that one of on the action die, and my heart just sunk.
1: <laughs> you were like, oh no. It's like they shoot you where you stand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the rest of that campaign. Yeah. I hope you have fun. (laughs) This podcast will now be starring (laughs) Matt Click alone. It's the Matt
1: Click Iron Sworn (laughs) Show. It's gonna get weird.
0: (laughs) He doesn't really know the rules that well. (laughs) Enjoy. Oh, I'm just so happy right now. I can't even tell you how happy I am.
1: So what happens with the with the doubles there?
0: So So what happens and this is badass is he just says, "You may join us as we ride." And behind me comes like another yeah, another like couple dozen elves like riding out of the forest. And it's like I have a chance this may work. And I ride I bring my horse up alongside him, and the uh, the rest of the force falls in alongside and behind, we're forming a, a V shape. And he nods to me and I nod to him. And he makes a slight whistle to his gaunt, is this black skin and bones looking mount. And as one they ride out of the forest and I join them. Rohirrim. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, how do we resolve this? That's a good question. So, is this a uh, is this a battle situation? Kinda. We could do it as a scene challenge. Um, but I I would do it as a scene challenge if I was like commanding or had like a greater role than just being a yeah. participant here but I don't have that I don't have that sort of narrative authority here so mm-hmm. I'm tempted to just make it a battle role for me to sort of see my outcome yeah and you know depending on how it goes I can sort of weave in uh the rest of it
1: like effectively you have already succeeded on your job which was to Delay the army. You're not trying to beat the enemy army. You're just trying to delay them long enough for the rest of the warband to get away.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that yeah, I think what, what has happened here, like this string of of good results, I think like that's giving me the fictional framing to say like, mission accomplished, right? Everything yeah. here is like, can I survive? Exactly. Or what yeah. happens? You know, what's the outcome of this? A- apart mm-hmm. from succeeding, in my initial intent which was to buy some valuable time. Definitely. Um, so the battle move in Iron Sworn is a move that lets you sort of zoom out and resolve a, a fight in a single role. And, you know, typically you might use this if you're, if you're fighting some sort of skirmish or you're fighting with, uh, sort of underlings to a boss type, and you just want to sort of like, I don't want to go into detail here. I just want to sort of zoom out and sort of see what happens. Right. Yeah. Sort yep. of like deal with that scene in a single role. So, um, in this case, I think it's a good way to sort of represent my participation in this fight. What happens to me as well as potentially depending on how the roll goes is sort of the overall sort of tone of the thing right so yeah um, uh, so that's what i'm going to do
1: don't forget that you also got plus 1 momentum from your strong hit on that uh, compel so
0: oh thank you i totally that
1: might come in that. handy
0: yeah i'm still sitting well hang on i secured an advantage and didn't give myself momentum either
1: oh yeah so you're actually doing
0: pretty i'm good actually on pretty darn good on uh my whole life right now is pretty good. Because
1: you so. got okay. plus two momentum from the secure and advantage, and then yeah. another plus, and then another one, from plus the one on the compel.
0: Totally, yeah. So I got a, I got a good. That gives me a good fallback here. So that's another nice thing about the battle move. Single roll, I could potentially buy my way out of a bad result with, with, momentum. Uh, with uh, momentum. Whereas if I was entering the fray and making several moves, like it sort of it gets you past a single result, but not necessarily. A larger scene. So, totally. Uh, So, battle when you fight a battle and it happens in a blur, which is what we're doing, we're doing sort of like a quick sort of montage. Envision your objective and roll. My objective is to survive this, Mm -hmm. fulfill my promise to the elves, which was to see as many of them safely um, through this as I can. Uh, I don't think my objective is necessarily that delaying tactic anymore because I think we've established that's going to, that's going to, we've done that part. Now it's just like, what, what's the cost, right, mm-hmm. for doing this? Oh, so when you battle, you make a choice based on your approach. When If you're fighting at range, you're using your speed and the terrain to your advantage. Roll plus edge, maybe, right? Yeah. Fight depending on courage, allies, or companions. Roll plus edge. Oh, that's it. I don't even need to. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: it's hard. It's totally hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Triple threes. So three no on my way. action die. Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: Double threes on the challenge ice. Strong hit. Strong hit! You achieve your objective unconditionally.
1: Oh my god! Take
0: plus two momentum. I'm gonna do that because that has got me up to nine momentum. Wow! I can't even tell you how the dice have turned this session.
1: You are channeling I'm on fire. Some, you have you have, <laughs> earned, you have earned these rolls through sacrifice and struggle. You know what the it last is? Of it's not
0: having you with me.
1: Yeah, I'm. Yeah. listen, I'm. I'm a. I'm bad. Bad curse. I got
0: so the next session of Ironsworn. I ask the oracle. Will just be me. (laughs) All right. So that's completely awesome. So why don't you tell me? I want to have you participate a little bit in the narrative. So why don't you tell me what happens based on that strong hit?
1: So you break through the tree line, uh, like you said, forming this sort of V shape. This cavalry charge. Uh, The elves uh, riding. Expertly upon their gaunt mounts, and uh, as you break through the tree line, there's this like great cry that goes up from the the uh, the Iron Priest's warband uh, as they uh, immediately try to get a line of of spears and shields up to try and repel this charge. But the the gaunts are moving so quickly and the elves are striking with such speed and skill that they they barely get up this sort of half shield wall before that V just cuts through the Iron Priest line like a like a dagger through cheese just cutting through the heart uh, and I imagine you like coming through with your spear and just like impaling this dude on your spear uh, driving him to the totally ground and that. then yeah. grabbing the spear out and uh, knocking a guy over with your shield and your horse rearing up and you're driving your spear into another guy And then with that, with the double ones, I'm going to say that there's like three or four elf wyvern riders that fly over the battle. Oh,
0: totally there is. Out
1: of the trees, and they're shooting arrows and throwing spears down. And uh, we see this like zoomed out shot of the battle, maybe even me watching the battle as I'm like climbing up the mountain. And I look back and I see this battle. And I just see like, I hear like, ah! like just the the cries of the iron Priest Warband as this elven cavalry charge just cuts right through
0: them oh my god it was so awesome We should have been there <laughs> it's the highlight of my life that battle.
1: i'm like oh man that
0: i'm gonna be really cool i'm gonna be there. leveraging my storyteller asset for this battle so many no times kidding they're gonna be sick of hearing about it yeah maybe ah here comes Torgon again. Don't ask about the Battle of Rockfall because don't, you're don't ask hear about him
1: about the time he fought with the elves. He will not yeah. shut up about it.
0: Nobody mentioned Rockfall elves. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, and then we wheel around again, right? Once more, cutting through them. We're taking advantage of that initial, all the confusion we've created. I glance over and see at the front of the line, they're now wheeling about, right? They're trying to bring the formations around to deal with this unexpected assault. They're trying to bring their weapon into play here, but it's right now, it's too far away and we wheel around and and I'm trying to like stay in somewhat of a formation with these elves, but they're too skilled uh, of riders and they sort of move as one, almost like um, schools of fish or flocks of birds, right? It's all yeah. just instinctually. Yep. They just flow like water, and they're back around. And they cut through the other side. Uh, these iron priests are scattered and falling and screaming, and others are trying to to set up some sort of line but failing. And again, one more time, but now uh, the opportunity is fading. The they're they're finally bringing around the the all the forces at the head uh, of the army. I see their leaders uh finally grasping what is happening and getting some organization. The this levitating pillar is now moving faster and moving toward us. And I look to this leader elf. We should give this did we ever give this guy a name?
1: Uh I can't remember can if he
0: did or not. Yeah. I don't think let's give him, let's give him a name because I think he's a decent part of our narrative now. You, you yeah. do that while I'm finishing up thinking about yeah, what's happening here. Can do. So I look to him and and I say that's we've we've done enough. We must go now before it's too late. And he uh, he nods, and again instinctually that that force moves away in quick formation. There's a volley of spears and arrows that whiz after them, but we disappear into the woods. Uh, the elf's name
1: is Kinsura, Kinzura, K I N Z U R A.
0: That's very cool. All right, make a note of that if you could. Yep, we'll do. I almost feel like forging a bond with this guy. Is that enough? I don't know. Uh, I feel like I feel like we had a moment. Me and him. Kinzura, uh, leader of
1: elves near Rockfall.
0: So yeah, and so this the enemy force is not gonna like. Okay, back up the hill, bah, 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 right away. Right, they're gonna try to marshal their forces against another attack from their flanks. Right. Yeah. So they're they're wasting all kinds of time here. Right.
1: Well, I'm probably realizing that the the farther up this hill they go. The more they're going to have elves on either side of them, being able to ambush their forces along this long column, and with the treacherous terrain being as it is and as spread out as they are, they're not going to be able to mass to be able to have their numbers be any sort of advantage against the elves.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that worked. That worked better than I expected. Boy, that was awesome. Ago, I, was, I was feeling yeah. pretty desolate.
1: I was like, "All right, well, I guess uh, Torgan's going to go die." I'm not really sure what we're <laughs> going to do about this, but that uh, that was awesome.
0: So thanks for that idea, because that turned the narrative way around. So yeah, we get back into the protection of the woods. There's probably a few like skirmishers trying to come after us or whatever, but for the most part, what they're trying to do is organize their forces and protect against what they see as a potential another incoming attack. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: the leader of the elves and I both know that trying to go toe-to-toe against this thing is foolish. So um, we've done what we can for now. So I, 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 just, I just tell them, thank you. I have, I have nothing to offer you, but my but my thanks.
1: I imagine uh, he kind of looks at you and says, "I ask for nothing in return."
0: I love this guy. This guy's great. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit on the fence regarding Forge of Bond. Like I feel like we had a moment, like I said, but at the same time, the trigger for the move. We need a little bit more before we sort of take that next step in our relationship. So
1: yeah, you're still an Ironlander, and he's still an elf. So yeah,
0: there's 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 barriers between us. Uh-huh. Someday, someday, he and I, because uh, you know, he's my new favorite person, pretty much. <laughs> and our view cuts to Rockfall, where we see the people of the settlement and our warband making safely away, disappearing over the top of the hill leaving the village abandoned Sitara at the back of the column looks back for a moment and then she turns and continues on and i think that's a great place to leave it so yeah next session we'll rejoin you we'll follow this new path we have to discover the meaning of this vision of the white pillar and uh see where that path takes us sounds good and thank you again, uh, Matt, for joining me. Always awesome. And can you tell the f- folks who are listening uh, where they might find you on the interwebs?
1: Yeah. Uh, so you can um, find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Matt um, I also have a Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash Matt uh, where I post all kinds of fun RPG content. I just wrapped up a Uh, month long uh, Star Wars content on there, a bunch of fun stuff for you to use with your preferred Star Wars system. So uh, I did like uh, the weapons from Mandalorian. I did some uh, Star Wars monsters for fifth edition and a few other things. So uh, if that's at all interesting, maybe go check it out.
0: And I'm Sean Tompkin. You can find me on Twitter at seantompkin.com. That's S-H-A-W-N-T-O-M-K-I-N. For more information on the Ironsworn tabletop role-playing game, please check out ironswornrpg.com for downloads, resources, and community links. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it, and may all your vows be fulfilled.